You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This week on the show, our pop culture references. We review the year with our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. And fortune cookies. It is December 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome. I'm <laughs> one of the hosts, Evan. Joining me this week are my two co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Let's get this week started off with our pop culture references. Who wants to go first? I'm going to go last. Why? Mostly because I have something. I, I don't want to say it because maybe Linnea will say it. So I, I don't want to. Wait, I don't what, steal what are you going to say? I don't want to steal any pop culture references because there's a really cool pop culture reference that I think you'll like, Linnea. But if oh. you say it, then I don't want to step on your toes. Okay. I'll, I'll go first then. Okay. My pop culture reference for this week is that the new Pokemon games, Scarlet and Violet, are out. They yeah, I saw that. They seem interesting, but I'm not, I don't really know if I need to get them because they're also very laggy. Aren't they on your Christmas list? Yeah, but I, I don't need to get them. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll go back to the store then. I, <laughs> I don't need everything on my Christmas list. I was just putting stuff on there. I'm just teasing. And is that a game for the Switch? Yes. Any other platforms, or is it just a Switch game? If you can figure out how to get it on a PC, then probably. My pop culture news, it probably isn't what Dad is saying, which scares me, but it's that three days ago there was a trailer out for Into the Spider-Verse 2. And did you watch it? I did this time. I watched it like five minutes ago. I I was playing Fortnite with a few of my friends. And I like was just looking on YouTube and I was like, oh, there's a new Spider-Verse trailer. Yeah, there's a movie that we haven't talked about yet, which is one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, you guys should talk about it. What do you mean, you guys? You should talk about it, too. (laughs) Yeah, we should all talk about it. (laughs) So, Linnea, what did you think of it? I thought it looked cool. I don't know. It didn't really give away a lot of the plot or anything. Well, that's good, though. I like that in a trailer. Mm -hmm. It gave away more plot than the Elementals trailer did. So that's (laughs) good. All right, my news. So you know how Netflix has been doing some live-action remakes of, of anime shows? Like oh, they, no. Like they've done Death Note, and they did Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. There's another one they did. Anyway, guess what's coming next, Linnea? What's coming next? My Hero Academia. Oh, no. How are they going to do that? Wait, what? My Hero Academia is still running. Yep. It's not even not even <laughs> the manga's over yet. What are they doing? No, no they're going to do a live-action version of it. Yeah, details are few, but but yeah, it it's been announced. So how is that gonna work though? <laughs> I feel like if it's if it has as much blood as the show, it's gonna be like rated R. That's gonna be really bad. There's like a like there's one guy who literally turns people into skin meatballs. How are they gonna animate? Or Wait, make how that are they live do action? All my because he no one can be that buff. Like it's gonna be some weird CGI. Yeah, 
Anyway, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I read. I don't so. want to watch it. <laughs> Neither do I. It's going to be really disturbing. All right, moving on. We're going to do a year in review show. All right, so since we're wrapping up the end of the year, I thought it might be fun to just go through some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows of the past year. They could be things we've talked about on the show already, or they could be things that we totally have not talked about, which I think might be more interesting because then our listeners might discover something new. So, uh, I don't know, did, did you each come up with, with more than one or did you just have one? I came up with a few. I only have two for TV shows. Okay, you don't have any movies or books? No, I, I do have movie and books. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll just we'll just pick a category, we'll go through, and we, maybe we can talk about our favorite one, and maybe some honorable mentions or something like that. That sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. So who should start? I'll start, I guess. Which category are you going to start? Oh, well, I don't have any books. So. Oh, you, don't have, you didn't read any books last year? I don't think I read any books except the ones we did specifically for the podcast. Aren't, aren't you in school? Don't you read any books in school? <laughs> no, not anymore. What? <laughs> it's AP Lang. We're just writing stuff now. You don't read anything? No. I'm going to have to talk to your teachers. <laughs> like, we don't literally don't have any time in school, because in our one, like, ELA class, all we do is write essays. And then all the other classes, we have to do work. How are you going to learn all the classics? Jeez. Boy, when I was in 10th grade, <laughs> we were reading, probably read, like... We read Romeo and Juliet last year. I guess that was a good book. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Romeo and Juliet, that's your book for the year. Sure. And who was the author of that? Uh, Shakespeare? <laughs> Shakespeare, comma, William? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was it a book or a play? <laughs> oh, well, we, we read the book, then we translated the book, then we watched the play, Wait, and then the play came to our school. It? What do you like, mean translated Like, Because it? it's in Shakespearean. Oh, so, oh, oh. So we, like, had translated it to modern day language. <laughs> Sounds like something you would do for a Spanish class, translating Shakespeare. Boy, this is... This is... I'm learning a lot about your education here, Linnea. Then we had like a courtroom case, like like each class had to have a trial, and we picked like the nurse or Fire Lawrence. We had to try to convict them of their crime. Wow. <laughs> okay, so your book of the year is Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Evan. How about your book? My book of the year is War and Peace, Volume One. Another old timer. Made by Leo Tolstoy, I think, War let's see, Volume 1 has 537 pages. It follows the life of a bunch of higher-up Russians while Napoleon is invading Russia. So that's, it's pretty fun. And so what got you interested in that? So would you call that, is that historical fiction? Yeah, probably. Because a lot of events happen are true, but none of the characters are real. Okay, and, and what led you to read War and Peace? I, I have never read it. Mom? Well, for a long time, there was just like the three set of all vol three volumes of War and Peace just sitting on a table in our house. And I was like, Mom, what, is, what are those? And she was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a big book called War and Peace. And I was like, are, is it War and Peace? No, it's mostly Peace. So I was like, oh, I, guess I, I should read that sometime. And she was like, oh, okay. And I just started reading it. All right, sounds good. What's your book, Dad? I'm going to highlight two books this that I've read this year. 
first is by one of my absolute favorite authors. His name is Ian Banks, and it's a book called The Hydrogen Sonata. And this was the last book that he wrote before he passed away. Uh, the book was published in 2012. It's 528 pages hardcover. This is a, a science fiction book. I might even call it hard science fiction. It takes place in a world where it's pretty much so advanced that almost anything you can think of exists. <laughs> if that's, like People live in orbital stations around the galaxy. There's the kind of the, the whole system of this uh, of the culture this is this is what it's called it's called a, a culture series so they're all run by these super intelligent computers and the basis of this book has to do with there is a civilization that is going to transcend their physical form and they're going to move on to the next plane of existence but something happens that that maybe the whole reason they're going to do this is is a lie and so a group of people are trying to track down whether this reason that they're going to transcend is is true or not and it follows it follows a whole bunch of different paths and a few different characters i really enjoyed it it's it's a lot of fun again it's very it's kind of like hard science fiction so there's a lot of it's not like star wars which is more you know space fantasy this is very science based although it's things in the far, far future. So you have these totally sentient robots and and uh, mines, they're called. Anyway, uh, so yeah, The Hydrogen Sonata by Ian Banks. Uh, a second book that I'll just bring up, and which I'm reading currently, I haven't finished it yet, but it's called The First 15 Lives of Harry August. And this is a science fiction book. It takes place kind of in our time. It, it It's kind of maybe between the 1920s and the 1980s. It's about this gentleman named Harry August who keeps living his life over and over. So it's a bit like Groundhog Day or one of those books where you're in a loop, except it's a loop of his entire life. That so sounds fun. Yeah, so it's not just one day. And uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. It's by an author named Claire North, and she's from England. So a lot of the the settings are are in England and Europe, so I'm really enjoying that. And yeah, if you're into that kind of a novel that takes place sort of in our time but has science fiction elements and kind of time travel, Groundhog Day, I'd check it out. Should we move on to TV? Sure. sure. All right. My TV show for the year, I guess, would be Wednesday. Since it like just came out, it's like the only one I can think of. I thought it was a pretty good show, and we haven't reviewed it. And can tell us about it? Who's in it? How many episodes? Where can you find it? Uh, it's eight episodes. It's on Netflix. It's about Wednesday Adams, and like she goes to a scary boarding school, and then from there it's kind of like Harry Potter, but also different. Is it a scary boarding school? Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's werewolves and vampires and sirens and stuff. My favorite part of the show is all the names of the group. You got your werewolves, your vampires, your all the other stuff. And then there's just the stoners. Yeah, who are just, like, people like Medusa. <laughs> yeah, but they're just, they're just stoners. Like, that's their name. <laughs> yeah, so isn't isn't the main star, uh, is her name Jenna Ortega? Yeah. I believe? Yeah. 
So what do you think of her? I thought she's a really good actress. Like, she did good. Lots of other people agree. Cause, like, there's a whole lot of stuff about her on the internet now. Have you watched the entire series? Yeah. Okay. How about you, Evan? You've watched the entire series? Yep. Oh, okay. It's like uh, the thing to talk about at school. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> at wow. least in my friend group. Yeah. I've only seen, what am I up to, about the fifth episode? Fourth or fifth? can't remember how many we've watched, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's a good show. There's a pretty big cast of characters, too, mm-hmm. both within this school. I, it's funny. I, I, I don't know. I don't think of the school as being necessarily scary. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots a... of weird kids there, but it doesn't, <laughs> seem, it doesn't seem any more scary than, well, scary, than Hogwarts does. Scary stuff happens there. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Any other TV shows or is that it? That's probably it. That's it? Okay. How about you, Evan? I have two big main TV shows. Basically, they're second halves of TV shows, both of them. But my two big ones are Amphibia season, the second half of season two, and the second, or the second half of season three, and the second half of season two for the Owl House. Wait, the second half of season two for the Owl House is out? Yeah, and the first episode of season three. Oh, I thought you said the second half of season three. I'm getting all confused by these halves. <laughs> so just, just maybe <coughs> talk about each show individually. Okay. Amphibio is made by Matt Brawley. Basically, it follows... I feel like... I think we covered the first season. It follows this girl, Anne, and her friend. At, as she gets teleported into another dimension, meets a bunch of frogs, friends, and they go on a quest to find a, a bunch of Anne's other friends. It's pretty good. And the third season made me cry. And then the Owl House season two B, it was very good too, and I enjoyed all of the characters. Every character got their time enough, and it was very worth it. All right, and where can people find those shows? Both are on Disney Plus. My favorite show, TV show of the year, I'm gonna say is Only Murders in the Building, season two. I thought that was phenomenal. It was a lot of fun, uh, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short. And Selena Gomez, plus the all uh, most of the other characters from the first season were back. And that's on uh, Hulu, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. If you like mysteries, it's a good show. Uh, I'm going to say a runner-up show, just this is my guilty pleasure kind of show. Uh, there's a show called Blown Away. It's a glass-blowing competition. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, uh, the third season was out this year. And I just really enjoy it. it. Yeah, so 10 glass blowers come. They give them challenges each week. They have to blow glass, you know, maybe based on whatever the challenge is. They're something from your past, something from your childhood, uh, you know, something eco-friendly, I, whatever the challenge is. And then they, they have to do uh, create something, and they have, you know, X number of time. It's just like any other of these competition shows, but... But I enjoy it because it's glass. It's very tactile, and and you have this really cool product at the end. And it's yeah, a really specific thing to have a contest for. Yeah, it is really specific, <laughs> but I think that's what makes it work for me because it's you can just watch them and. I guess you can learn a lot about glass blowing. Learn a lot about glass blowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, check it out. All right, on to our final category: movies. Yeah. Well, I have two movies, and the first one is one that we saw in the theater, uh, Glass Onion. We talked about it a few weeks ago, and it was the it was like the murder mystery that was like the sequel to Knives Out, sort of. 
It was with the same detective guy. Benoit Blanc? Yeah. <laughs> and then the other movie is... Oh, you gotta say something? Well, I was gonna say, so what What makes it stand out for you? Uh, I don't know. It was... I guess because I liked Knives Out. So... <laughs> um, the other movie I have is uh, one that we all watched together for movie night, but we didn't talk about on the podcast. And it's everything, everywhere, all at once. And I thought that movie was pretty cool. It was like about this lady who's like jumping into other dimensions to try and stop her daughter, who's like an interdimensional monster. <laughs> so, I had that on my list at first, but then I thought, you know, that movie is actually rated R, and I wasn't oh, sure <laughs> if we should talk about it. But, <laughs> but you know, you brought it up, so that's fine. Do you think? Like, what, what age range do you think kids would be able to watch it? Wait, why was it rated R? Well, yeah, I, I, I started wondering that myself. I, I'm, there's probably things we're forgetting about it. Maybe maybe, maybe because of the violence? <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe like, there's language. Language, situations. Uh, Inappropriate situations, yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, there were some scenes that were... Probably wildly inappropriate for little kids. Why'd you show it to Evan then? <laughs> it scared me. What'd you think of it, Evan? I liked it. Mm. I thought it was very good. There was a bunch of stuff that I feel like I do not understand yet as a young child. <laughs> there are a bunch of like deep, meaningful life things that I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm not old enough to know this yet. Yeah, there were so- if if I was editing this. I don't know, there there were some scenes I felt were just a little too weird and over the top. But yeah, other than that, I, I think the story was fun. The the acting was great. So those are your two movies, Linnea? Mm-hmm. All right. Evan, what about you? My movie, I don't know if you could call it a movie much, but my movie is In Space with Markiplier. It is on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never heard of this. It's a choose-your-own-adventure story, and it's very... Wait, Markiplier has a choose-your-own-adventure story? Yeah, it's it's like... <laughs> there are, like, two parts. Each of them are two hours long. That's so it's dumb. It's like a full-fledged movie, and it's really good. It was surprising me. I was just following along with it while we were doing our play in the back, I think. It, it was very good. Okay, so this wasn't in the theaters, it's just online? Yeah, it was just on YouTube. Okay, a YouTube movie. All right, all right. I think it's very good. So the movies I wrote down, I wrote down Glass Onion 2, because that was probably my favorite movie of the year, which which we talked about, so I won't go into that much. Uh, You can listen to our episode about that. Uh, The other movie that really surprised me that I enjoyed, that I checked out, I didn't think I'd like it that much, but I did, did, uh, was The Batman and I'm not normally a, a DC superhero fan, but uh, but Matt Reeves did a version of the Batman this past year, and I I quite enjoyed it. It was it was less superhero Batman and more of him being a detective. I mean, Batman is the world's best detective, right? Right, and I think that get, that gets glossed over so much for all the movies that we've had in the past. It, where it's more just superhero Batman fighting crime, and and this movie was very it was very dark, it's very noir, dark meaning noir. <laughs> yeah, I 
I really enjoyed it. I thought Robert Pattinson did a good job as Batman. Most of the movie, he was actually in the Batman character. It was very, very little of him actually as Bruce Wayne, which surprised me. I, it felt kind of flipped from the normal way I think we see Batman. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It was PG-13, so I thought, okay, I can talk about that. <laughs> Do you think I should watch it with you? I'd watch it again with you if, you, if you're interested in seeing it sometime. Sure. All right. Okay, well, there we go. That's a quick wrap-up of some of our favorite books, TVs, and movies of this past year, 2022. And hopefully, maybe you found something new you can check into in the coming weeks or months. All right, let's move on to... Fortune Fortune cookies. Cookies! My fortune this week is, in the end, all things will be known. Mine is, a master can act without doing anything. Teach without a word. Mine is, what is H2O? Two parts hug and one part open mind. Great. How does that work? What? (laughs) H2O is water? It's a fortune that you don't have to think about too much. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. I I think we're just going to stop going on Twitter because it's just such a mess. I was, thinking <laughs> about, I was thinking about looking into getting a Mastodon account. You guys know what that is? No. No. Oh, it's, a, it's another social network. I don't know. I've been looking into it. I you might open get it. get a Discord server. A Discord server. <laughs> <laughs> and who's going to run Play that? Play games with those. <laughs> Play games with Lunchbox Reaction. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or get a Be Real account. I don't know if you know that, Dad. Uh, no, don't know that. All right. I'll, I might talk about that as a pop culture reference. Then. Okay. Well, yeah, we should. Okay. Well, there you go. You're already set up for next week. All right, everyone. My name is Brian. I've been joined by Evan. That's me. And Linnea. That's me. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Bye. <laughs>